Manchild, by Distinctly Average Radio, with Joseph Askew and Chloe Cooper. Good friend, your generosity in accepting these papers is not lost on me, although I fear it is a kindness you may come to regret as you read their contents. I will not pain you with any grand preface, as I fear such absurdity is best experienced without coy adulteration. Know only that this folly began with a letter received unexpectedly, bearing familiar handwriting. Dearest Percy, companion, companion colleague, colleague, beleaguered, beleaguered sponsor, sponsor of my ramblings, ramblings. I, I do, do so, so hope, hope this letter finds, finds you in good health. health. I realise it has been some months since my last communication. However, by the absence of any fearful missive on your part, I suspect this silence has not concerned you too greatly. My hands, in truth, have been occupied by work so fascinating, I break my time at the bench now only so I may implore you visit. Part in pride, but part also for the interest I do not doubt you will give it. Forgive me for declining to cast true light on the nature of this task I've burdened myself with, but know only that I stand on the board of advancement so scientifically, so religiously significant. You'd be a true bore to miss out. Till such time we meet, Elizabeth. Postscriptum. Please also find included one ticket for travel by rail, third class. You may reimburse me of the expense upon your arrival in Birmingham. I remain Elizabeth. Post scriptum addendum. I have also included a small list of materials I found difficult to source in the city. Your kindness in procuring these prior to your visit is greatly appreciated. I, of course, would not, not risk carrying monies by post, but, but I will do, I will my, do my best to provide, to provide the necessary, necessary recompense, recompense on delivery. Please do, do be mindful of quality. E. Truth be told, It had indeed been some time since I had last heard from Elizabeth, certainly far longer than the months she had noted. Curious as to what awaited me, I visited the countless merchants and specialist purveyors she had detailed on her list of requested supplies before preparing for the journey to Birmingham. The elements spared no time in providing me a Midland welcome, the clouds breaking with envious wrath to soak me to the bone. Clasping her address, I arrived at Elizabeth's abode to find it shipped tight against Mother Nature's assault. Nestled between an endless row of identical buildings, I was greeted by a foreboding, lacquered door surrounded by transparent drifts of empty glass milk bottles, now overflowing with rain. Elizabeth! Elizabeth! I'm sorry, but I needn't any more. Please do cancel my order and good day. Percy? I say, Percy, is that you? As sure as this rain. So you're not selling pork pies? You're drenched. Why the heavens are you dawdling in this downpour? Come in. Pork pies? Certainly, I've plenty. Now in before you're washed away. 
Now be careful. There's a fresh varnish on these floorboards. I was ushered into a crammed living space overflowing with disjointed paraphernalia, including an unplumbed bath pushed into one corner, equally full with coats and dust blankets. I feel compelled to note the forest of milk bottles that littered the room, and pork pies, both wrapped and naked to the air, that occupied every nook like like a pervasive strand of crusted fungi. Despite the curious detritus littering her path, Elizabeth appeared to me unconcerned, as if internally somewhere else entirely. Her manner was not unfamiliar, and in fact, somewhat comforting. I was wondering if you'd received my letter, or perhaps just ignored it completely. Ignored it? I couldn't go ignoring the promise of advancement of religious and scientific significance now, could I? No, I suppose not. Tea? From the mountain of pork pie wrappers and empty milk bottles littering the tea cabinet, she pulled a battered kettle, which she shook with a flourish. Oh, coffee, if you have it. Comfortable journey? I suppose it depends on your definition of comfortable. I'd hoped to take advantage of the journey to catch up on some reading in the moderate piece of a carriage, but no. Two harpies, masquerading as human children, screamed their intelligible verse all the way to Wolverhampton. At that point, their disruption may have ended, but the journey was irreparably ruined. I suppose so much can be expected in third class. Quite. If only I'd had the choice. Ah, well. Pork pie? Thank you, but I'll be fine. Oh, I almost forgot. The things from your list. Important, are they? Ah, thank you. They were supposed to be. Your help is very much appreciated. What do you mean by supposed to be? As in were to be important, but no longer are. Like the pork pies. The pork pies? Yes. Superb sustenance, don't you know? I think I might be a few steps behind, Elizabeth. You normally are. And your dripping mind. I was rather excited. You could probably tell. When you wrote the letter, I presume? Yes. It had all been going so well. The whole thing quite literally taking shape. Such confidence was hubris, I suppose. I'd hoped it'd wake before your visit. <coughs> what was that? It... Well... I call it Robert. My host was kneeling beside the bath in the corner, attending to a figure that had emerged from its cotton depths. Enclosed within these letters, I had provided my amateurish rendering of what confronted me. And by all qualifications, what lay in that bath was a man. And yet, who is he? Is he ill? Lord, Elizabeth, his eyes... This is what I'd hoped to impress you with. The illness? Is it medicinal, Elizabeth? I did not know you were pursuing pathology. Not the sickness. Robert. You made him? It. Mm. Yes. You made him? (laughs) This was too long a journey for such a terrible joke. If this was a joke, do you really think it would be as mild as this? A sweaty gentleman? Hmm. You're right. He's clothed for a start. So what? You grew a man. Certainly looks like one, doesn't it? Mad, Elizabeth. Brilliant, but mad. Why would you bother telling me? This is the triumph of the century. I won't lie. I had hoped to gloat. 
but this is far from brilliant. How? A living, breathing man grown from the very ether. In a bath. Sorry? In a bath. I grew him in that bath. Oh, well, yes, but all the same an Adonis. <laughs> what queer taste. Look at it. Mute, dumb and ill. A shell by any measure. Sorrowful, not triumphant. I'd been quite sure of the method for some time. It had started as a challenge to myself, an equation to slowly work away at. But soon enough, I'd somehow watered those inquisitive roots into, well, into a science. You built a man in a daydream. How very you, Elizabeth. Only it stayed in my mind. Really, I had no excuse for Praxis. No reason to put my theory to trial, you see. Would not the act have been enough? To build flesh and blood? I hardly wanted a body around the house for the sake of it. Besides, this has not been without sacrifice. I haven't been able to bathe in weeks. I suppose that changed. As things tend to. It so happened I found a purpose for the notional creature. The massacre at Isandwana. Defeated the British, terrible swords on both sides, British colours captured by the enemy. Bah, bah, bah. On the 21st, a British column consisting of a portion of the 24th Regiment and 600 natives. 600? <laughs> Sounds like the whole village turned up. Uh, 600 natives with one battery was defeated with terrible loss by an overwhelming force of Zulus. Number 20,000. Who counts these things, I wonder? The number of Zulus killed and wounded is estimated at 5,000, while our force was completely annihilated. Uh, the British loss has caused the utmost consternation in the colonies. Hmm. A soldier. He's a soldier. Designed to stave off the... disturbances feared in Pondoland. It was a numerical problem to which I thought I had the solution. A proxy to make up the numbers. Ushering in life, just a destinate to die. Very Old Testament, you make for a harsh god, Elizabeth. <laughs> An incompetent one, perhaps. The 21st. That's not three weeks ago. Indeed. Then you grew him in... About 14 days. Crafting a man is one thing, Elizabeth. But in so short a time. I had the method. All it took was the procurement of certain materials before my work could be underway. Robert was to be the first of many. Your proxy army. Precisely. But I only have the one bath, you see. And the pork pies to give him the strength to be a man. As was the intention. It's not very good with solids. It wasn't yet fully formed when I sent the letter. As I mentioned, it was in this bath. I figured, you see, that it would grow to the container. And so this way I would be set for a good six feet and plenty of width for the shoulders. Strong. It was important it was strong. A scrap of flesh and serum was all it started as. Bovine. A rich soup, really, that bathed it. Day on day, it grew a little more with barely any intervention on my part. Besides a, a swill here and there. Perhaps a top-up. And so it grew. Just like that. Effectively. But what else was there to expect? Sparks or 
bolts of lightning. Gremlins stealing in upon the fall of night to paint on an extra layer of man. No. As with most things, it was quite mundane. It was satisfying, however, to see the, the tells of a man creep out slowly from the blob of meat. The shoulders, arms, a groin and that kind of thing. I wrote to you just as the eyelids peeled back to show the orbs beneath. That, somehow, felt like a milestone. As if with the eyes in place, the rest would be a matter of course. Peculiar, really. I named it then. Robert. Yes, Robert. What for him now? I don't know. It is no soldier. And a woman must bathe. Another cup? I was hoping perhaps something to toast this new frontier. Besides a pork pie, of course. Oh, I should have something upstairs. I, I believe. My good friend. As I hope you can elicit from my confused scribblings, our mutual colleague had truly fashioned a miracle. Still, alone in that drawing room with her creation, I could not stifle the pity the things that Robert's hollowed eyes planted within me. I was before such a beautiful thing, but such a sorry man. Percy?